Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Well, my, my Twitter feed is pretty fun this afternoon, Fred. I have. Um, Are you under attack? I am under attack. I'm under attack from a fan account from the artist Sierra because I have <laughs> somebody invoked Sierra's name. That's Russell Wilson's girlfriend. Who's Russell Wilson? I better answer that. He's an NFL quarterback as well. He used to be with the Seahawks. Played for Denver. Was supposed to be the second coming for the Broncos. Didn't work out that way. Maybe out of a job already uh but somebody tried to make the point that you know th- th- there was the NFL would show Sierra in the um well it's not even the NFL it's the network you know Fox or CBS I, I don't know if people understand right. that it's not Roger right. Goodell is not running the broadcast right so they would show Sierra who's married to Russell Wilson she's also a pop star and I I made the mistake of saying well you know God bless Sierra and her many hits, of which I can't really name one, but she's not really in the same category as Taylor Swift. For example, I would guess if you would count all the venues that Sierra has played over the course of her career and added up the number of people in those venues, you probably wouldn't even get to half the number that was in like 10 dates from Taylor Swift's stadium tour. Okay, so not really in the <laughs> in the same planet, but the, the uh, Sierra um, fan account which is the Sierra content on the X formerly Twitter. When I said, you know, look, here's what I said here this afternoon. I got to find out that, you know, the most kids, I have an eight year old girl, almost nine. She doesn't know who Sierra is, right? Some people do, but this, this person who runs the fan account said, uh, that's because you're lame and you don't have any culture about yourself. Songs like One, Two, Step Up and Level Up resonated, Fred, with the kids of the early 2000s and the kids of the late 2010s, respectively. I bet the only black female artists you know are Rihanna and Beyonce. Hush. Well, first of all, I wasn't talking about, why is it about race here? Okay, that's the other thing. This had nothing to do with race whatsoever. And I made a comment that the over 40, you know, People over 40 don't know who this person is. And she's 38, I was told, from the fan account. So but this is my favorite, though. And Fred, I should have known this to begin with. And I want to apologize to the audience because I went out and I kind of started tweeting about things that I shouldn't have because of this. 
Somebody whose ancestors are slave owners can't dictate who is important in culture. I apologize. I'm, that's me. You look confused, Fred. No, I some... have my ancestors oh, okay. were slave owners. Right. Of course they were, because I'm a white supremacist. So I just, <laughs> I just want to. I just don't understand. Um, I don't understand it. I really don't. But there you go. Coming up here in just a little bit, our uh, our friend Jazz Shaw from HotAir.com is going to join us with a bunch of stuff that he's written about, including some politics. Kusumano here is a little bit later in the hour. I also wanted to mention this from SNL. Now, I do not watch SNL anymore. Fred, do you dabble? No, no. At all? Uh-uh. But I did see this on the Twitter yesterday. And in it, this is frustrating for a variety of reasons because there are people, younger people, Certainly, maybe not even just younger people. I don't know. I hope this doesn't go into the 30s and 40-somethings. <laughs> but they get their news from SNL. Like, they, they think that the stuff that they're seeing on Weekend Update is real news, and I don't know that they always get the satire. But in this particular case, and I don't think these guys are funny. I think Sue thinks they're funny. Colin Jost and Michael Shea. Um, Colin Jost is the one that's um, married to Scarlett Johansson, right? I have deep respect for that. But I don't think they're very funny. Now, I'm biased because... You know, it's always about politics. But listen to what they said over the weekend during a weekend update about Trump, of course. Trump did have a slight stumble this week while talking about banks, and he introduced an interesting new term called D-Bank. We're also going to place strong protections to stop banks and regulators from trying to debank you. They want to debank you, and we're going to debank. I don't know what the hell debank means, but he might have to take de-ambulance to see the doctor. Well, that's a real term, debanking. And um, all you'd have to do is Google it because it comes up about a thousand times. Here's Wikipedia. And by the way, this was not something that was entered into Wikipedia on Saturday night at midnight or Sunday morning after SNL did this, right? Debanking is known within the banking industry as de-risking. It's the closure of people's organizations, bank accounts by banks who perceive the account holders pose a financial, legal, regulatory, or reputational risk. That's the important part with Trump. Reputational risk to the bank. Examples of this include enforcement of anti-corruption and anti-money laundering laws, the closing of bank accounts of sex workers, and people considered to be politically exposed persons. So it's a real it's a real term. So they go on there, they act like it's just a made-up term that that goofy, crazy guy who's running for president who used to be in the White House said. And people laugh at it. Millions of people across the country. Well, how big is their audience at this point? And will it ever be corrected? No, they, they would even have no guilt at the discovery that it's a real term. How can nobody in the writer's room say, right. hey, wait a second, guys, we shouldn't do that joke because it's actually a real term. I nobody would, said that, apparently. I would think if you're going to do a whole comedy bit based on a misused phrase, you'd make sure that it really was a misused well, phrase. Well, I, I think this is a good example of a bunch of people who are in a writer's room that are aloof, completely ignorant, and they just want to go after Trump. I mean, let's face it. There is so much material from this president, from this vice president, that you could do, you know, not just Saturday Night Live. You can do seven days a week live with a monologue and comedy sketches about this White House. And in any other circumstance, I would say in any other era, okay, because they used to make fun of Democrats, certainly not as much as Republicans. But in this era, these are people that are just there to protect Joe Biden or to protect Kamala Harris because they think that Trump and Republicans and these MAGA people, the deplorables, are so dangerous to the country that we have to protect our people from the bigotry and the racists. Oh, by the way, 
I have a case of xenophobia that I want to highlight here this afternoon, Fred. <laughs> okay. Because I am very concerned. And let me see if I can pull this up because I had this on the uh, on the X formerly Twitter today as well. I don't know if you've heard about the uh, the city of Denver. Have you heard about Denver? It's it's quite a problem actually. There are so many migrants that are there. This is an NBC News story. Okay, Fred. I just want you to prepare yourself here. NBC News yesterday said nearly 40,000 migrants have arrived in Denver over the past year, and the city is becoming overwhelmed. Starting, this is NBC News, okay? They say this too. Starting February 5th, Denver will limit the number of days migrants can stay in shelters, and those who exceed their stay out onto the streets. That is xenophobic, bigoted. They have they no sense of humanity in Denver? Their own citizens are being displaced by migrants, and they don't want to put the uh, migrants ahead of their own citizens anymore. I think that's a terrible thing. It's a terrible precedent for the city of Denver to do. I think you should ask Jazz Shaw about that. I think he wrote about that just yeah. over the past day or so. Well, we will so. talk about that with Jazz coming up. In the meantime, Sue is off one more day. Let's do it. Fred's all pumped up. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service, MrAppliance.com. Now, I know, Mark, uh, you started the last hour talking a little bit about the whole controversy over the NFL and Taylor Swift, like the conspiracy theories, right? I did cover that a bit in the four o'clock hour, I believe, or the, the three o'clock hour. I believe Abby can confirm that. Yes. yes. Well, because bigger... I think it's a bunch of nonsense, and it's just, it's it's got under my skin today because people who should know better, I don't know, like Vivek Ramaswamy should shut the hell up when they don't know what they're talking about. I've never watched a football game. I mean, let's face it, Vivek knows cricket, right? He doesn't know NFL football. I'll just stop there. Go ahead, Fred. Sorry. So I think the bigger debate right now is can Taylor Swift make it back to the Super Bowl in time to yeah. see it? on two weeks from now because she's in Tokyo That's right. the night before. Yeah. I just saw a tweet about this, and some people did some calculations. She can do it. If she flies her own private jet, she can get there up to 25 hours early for the Super Bowl. 25 hours early? Yes. She's going to be That's kind fine. of going back in but, time. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe no, no, I no, misunderstood no, 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 no. the tweet. It's, it's good. It's a 15-hour it's a <laughs> time difference. Oh, man. Well, you would go back in time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. If you're... Yeah, because if you're in San Francisco, it would be the next day in Tokyo, right? right? So, so right now it's 4.15 in St. Louis. It's uh, 7.15 a.m. tomorrow. Right. And in, in Tokyo. In San Francisco, it's, you know, 2.15 right now. Right. So the time difference is even more. That's right. That's right. So um, I think they say if she leaves by midnight Japanese time, she can be back here in time. Yeah. For. But it's going to be close. For the Super Bowl. Um, you know, here, here we, we started this whole NFL season with, let's face it, I was the one that didn't <laughs> think that this relationship was real, right? And mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't alleging that they were concocting it for some conspiratorial reason. I just thought that it was a playful friendship because he was a fan and we knew the whole setup. So I, I was shocked, and I remember I did my news conference where I had to admit, <laughs> un, not unlike Fonzie, that I was very, very wrong about that. Isn't there a chance... Uh, 
RW3, Robert Griffin III tweeted this out today, and I'm going to have to side with him. He said, good for you, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. you got to be a real hater to see this level of happiness and be like, yeah, I don't like it. I mean, is there a possibility that they're maybe in love? I think there is. And I think Taylor Swift doesn't want the attention. I don't think Travis Kelsey wants the attention. You saw what she did in right. the suite yesterday. They were showing her, and you could read her lips. She said, just go away. She <laughs> doesn't want the cameras on her. So I, I, I don't get the level of hatred toward them. Now, I get it maybe toward Kelsey if you're because, let's face it, the Chiefs are kind of becoming like the Patriots. The, the rest of the country is going to hate them because they keep winning, like right? Four That's out of five typically years what now happens, right? Yeah. So, but the, the hatred and the conspiracies, I, I've got no time for it. Well, apparently I have a lot of time for it because I've spent <laughs> a lot of time on it today. A couple of airlines are getting in on the uh, Taylor Swift and Kelsey hype. Um, United has set up a flight from Kansas City to Vegas. Two days before the game, they've numbered the flight 1989, a reference to the year Taylor Swift was born and the name of her big album. Mm-hmm. Um, American has a flight 1989 as well on the same route. A return flight from Las Vegas to Kansas City is number 87. They named it after Kelsey's jersey. Uh, and there's, so there's all sorts of different airlines that are changing their flights and making them, you know, Super Bowl, Kelsey, Taylor Swift related. And did you know that on on average, 9% of people that watch the Super Bowl don't even know who's playing until the kickoff? <laughs> that that doesn't surprise me. In fact, I would think that the numbers would be a little bit higher. I am normally part of that 9%. I am only there for the snacks. That's it. So, so what are the favorite snacks of the Super Bowl? Um, number one is chips. Number two, dips. Number three, hot dogs, followed by pizza and burgers. And the average viewer will only watch 29 minutes of the game itself. So that doesn't surprise me either because people are, you know, talking to everybody else and yeah. watching the commercials, right? Only a third of Americans can name last year's Super Bowl champion. It was the, the Kansas, Kansas City, City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. I, you know what? You said that, friend, and I started, <laughs> I second guessed myself. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Um, did you see the video? over the weekend of the woman that was um, in Los Angeles, her French bulldog. I, I, I really wish Sue was here because she loves bulldogs. Well, but, but she's got French... English. She's not a Frenchie. My, oh, my okay. friend in Vegas has both. He's got English. And this is interesting. Rick just got, he has one French bulldog. Four weeks ago, just got another one named Maui, little French bulldog puppy. Now, this is going to play, and I asked him a question based on your story today okay. about the cost of these dogs, right? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So play this bit of sound. This is with a, the woman. Uh, her name is Ali Zacharias in Los Angeles. Um, thieves, dog nappers, picked up her dog Onyx while she was outside of a restaurant playing with it. And she jumps on the she windshield of the car. Of the, she jumped in front of the car to block it, and it took off on her. I wasn't willing to just let him go. My last resort was to stand in front of the car and tell them not to go, and they drove right into me, and it pushed me onto the hood, and I just wasn't going to leave the car at that point, and I held on, and they took off. Yeah, they have the video of her wow. you know, going down the road, hanging on for dear life. Apparently, they, they swerved a little bit and threw they her swerved. off. She rolled off. She was bruised and cut, but not badly hurt. Um, the dog is still missing. Um, things got even worse for her, though, because um, she got scammed by someone who said they were trying to find it. And oh, so I didn't know she that. She paid their gas money because they said they were out chasing it. Um, but so she paid the money to try and you catch it. You know what? It. That, that is that despicable. Is, I know, it awful? is despicable that somebody would do that. It's, yeah. Well, um, I here's what I heard when Fox was reporting this, and this was quite stunning to me. They said that some of these dogs can go for as much as $10,000. Right? Tens now, of I, thousands. I don't know I mean, if I heard no, no, that. No. To be, if you're trying to buy them, I mean, if you're being, they're being sold 
um, on the internet. Okay, I don't think tens okay. of thousands. Okay, right. I think ten thousand. I think a standard price for one of these dogs is in probably the three to the, three to five range, and then depending on the breeder. But I, Fred, you're going to have to show me something that says more than ten thousand dollars. But that's still a lot of money for a dog. Let's yeah. face it. So that's oh, why yeah. they're stealing them. So remember, wasn't it Lady Gaga that had two of her French bulldogs were stolen a couple years ago? I and, do remember uh, that. Yeah, and the woman that. Um, Turned it in, tried to get a reward Fred, for didn't a half didn't you million. have something like this happen? Like somebody grabbed your dog? Uh, yeah, that you? two times, yeah. Right, so but re- they refresh never my they memory. Just, they just took... We had a dog named Chocolate, a beagle, that was um, lifted a couple of times from our yard. And then what happened? Uh, we never found her the, oh. the last time. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Today in History. Um, 88 years ago, in 1936, the first five baseball players were elected to the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. In order of the number of votes they received, they were Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, Onus Wagner, Christy Mathewson, and Walter Johnson. And I was kind of amazed that none of them were uh, unanimous picks. Uh, and, and that's kind of kind of unusual. Uh, the uh, only There's only been one baseball player to be voted into the Hall of Fame unanimously. And that happened in 2019. Mariano Rivera. Oh, really? Yeah, got 100% of the 425 of the 425 voted. Derek Jeter, the next year, got 99% of the votes. He missed out on one one vote. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. missed out on three votes. But, uh, yeah, some of these all-time greats. I mean, when, when is Albert eligible? Probably oh, five. It's now. It's five years after retirement. So, right. so in when did he years. retire? Well, yeah, it was only three, a year ago. Yeah, really. a year ago. So maybe three. But or four I mean, years. You, you, how how could anyone? Because some of these guys, how can anyone justifiably say, "Nope, we're not going to go with Albert Pujols on the first ballot"? Are you kidding me? And, and in 1936, right after that vote, they they set up a commission to just to look into what happened with the vote. Yeah. But they never really could figure out why someone would have not said that some of these guys didn't deserve unanimous. Approval, but you know, getting on the first ballot is the big thing now, as opposed to uh, unanimous. Um, did you hear about the skier in Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, that uh, got stuck on the gondola no. overnight? Overnight? Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds scary. A skier, a skier in Lake Tahoe was taking the lift back down the mountain last Thursday when it stopped, and she ended up stranded in midair overnight. And apparently the employees didn't realize she was up there. And so she spent the whole night yelling and screaming. She was hoarse. There was a, um, she was up there for 15 hours in freezing cold weather. Uh, It wasn't an open air ski lift. It was a closed one with a survival kit, but she didn't find the survival kit. And she never ended up getting rescued. She was there all night. Until they flipped the switch on go again? Yeah. and And it came and it turned on and it came down and it dumped her out at the bottom. Seems like somebody didn't do their job there, though. I'm not sure who it was. Yeah, the uh, resort is not ready to say what happened yet. They're still investigating. I didn't even know they had those uh, clothes like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've only been skiing, and I failed at it miserably one time many years ago. <laughs> that was the only part I think I got because, you know, have you ever done that, Fred? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's never, you, it's, it's really Abby, awkward. Abby, can you hear the voice? But yeah. have you done it, Abby? <laughs> I haven't, well, they, but I've seen in videos. In the lessons, they got to kind of yeah. teach you how to get off, and it can be a little You can daunting. wipe out a bunch of people. Easily, easily. Yeah. Yeah. But I got that part. I just didn't get the rest of it. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma could soon be home to the tallest building in the United States. Uh, Matson Capital 
uh, is going to construct a new building called Boardwalk at Bricktown. And it wants to make it 1,907 feet tall to commemorate the year Oklahoma was founded in 1907. That's 130 feet taller than the current tallest building, One World Trade Center in New York. But it hasn't been approved yet. Sue's News brought to you by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service, MrAppliance.com. Our random fact for today, and this will hold us until Sue gets back tomorrow, John Elway didn't just play football. He pitched and played right field when he was at Stanford. Uh, The Yankees drafted him in the second round of the 1981 draft, five spots ahead of Tony Gwynn. Who went on to the Hall of Fame? I don't think I knew that. Elway got That's 100, interesting. He got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for playing for a Yankees minor league team, but then he decided to switch and go to the NFL. One year I was at the Kentucky Derby, and this was a year that I had media credentials, and I dressed it up. I, I got fancy. Many years I would wear a suit. This year I wore a suit, but sometimes it depends where I would sit. Sometimes not a suit. But, you know, people dress it up for the Kentucky Derby. So with the pass that I had, I could go anywhere pretty much I wanted to, except for Millionaire's Row. And I was um, watching, this was on Oaks Day, the day before the Derby, and I'm watching a race on the rail. And I noticed that there were some, uh, <laughs> there were some women that were trying to take, well, I, Fred, I thought they were trying to take my picture. And <laughs> I'm like, should I smile? Well, no, what they were doing is that they were trying to wave me out of the way <laughs> for the picture. They didn't like the fact that I was, and I'm, I'm looking around I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I look at the guy right next to me, right next to me. Didn't even recognize him. It was horse face John Elway <laughs> at the horse track. How about that? So I moved out of the way. There's That's my cool. John Elway story. That's all I got for you. There's Sue's news. Thank you, Fred. Sue is back tomorrow. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Fred, I was on the campus of our alma mater over the weekend, as you know. I went to Columbia Friday evening to, um, well, we slept overnight because we had a swim meet. Alexa was able, as part of the Rockwood oh, okay. Swim Club, to swim at the Mizzou Pool, which was kind of fun for her. Her first big meet, if you will. But as I had to park, um, we kind of screwed up on the parking. And uh, I don't know how long it's been since you've been to the campus. But, you know, the rec center couple years. It's, is it's on growing all would the be, time. Yeah, the rec center would be closer to the hospital, you know, where the stadium is. And then I parked closer to where I used to live, which is down near <laughs> 10th and Locust. There used to be a, a bus station right across. Now it's a big condo. But anyway, I had to walk my way back through campus to get to the pool in the rec center. As I'm walking down Hit Street through campus, I see... Many signs, not just a few, but right. this was on the uh, the flagpole. It wasn't a flagpole. It was like a light pole or something. It said, are you communist? Come and get organized. And my only shock was that that was not inside the journalism school at Mizzou. <laughs> I was a little shocked that it was outside for people to see. Jazz Shaw is here from hotair.com this afternoon. Hi, Jazz. How are you? Mark, doing good. Oh, it's good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Let me see if I could take you down a rabbit hole. You're not writing about this, but... I'm all worked up, and I know Sexton, I just looked at hotair.com, Sexton wrote about this, this whole nonsense about uh, Vivek and others jumping onto the NFL conspiracy with Taylor Swift. Can we please stop the madness, Jazz? <laughs> um, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm of a certain age. I, I know Taylor Swift's name. I, I couldn't name one of her songs. Uh, my, my wife's familiar with her. But I, I don't know why she's involved with the NFL aside from dating somebody and I don't know why she's involved in politics. I I'm not even really familiar with her politics, but I, I'm going to be honest with you. You're, you're taking me into, well, we don't, I've already, I've already spent enough time on it. I mean, there are people that literally think that the NFL somehow, somehow rigged because you know, the chiefs don't have the best, one of the best coaches in NFL history, one of the best, quarterbacks in NFL history, one of the best defensive coordinators in NFL history, one of the best tight ends in NFL history. They don't have any of that, so they needed Taylor Swift's help to get to the Super Bowl, Jazz. That's essentially what the uh, you know, the tale from Vivek and others are this afternoon. But you've written about some other things. Hey, I just talked about this thing in Denver, and I think you wrote about this. You have migrants that are overwhelming the system in Denver, and now Denver, as you've highlighted, and I think I highlighted earlier, I think they're xenophobic because they don't want all these migrants clogging up the hospitals, Jazz, do they? Well, there are certain people who don't. Um, there are politicians who do. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Denver doesn't get as much attention as cities like New York and Chicago uh, and, and other places. But they're also getting overwhelmed. It's a slightly smaller city population, around 700,000. And they've got a number of migrants that add up to more than 5% of the total city's population. And they are sucking up resources like nobody would believe. And uh, the, the hospitals are overwhelmed. They're asking for more money because they're getting free health care while the actual taxpaying citizens are not getting free health care. And you know, they're just given a free pass for everything. And people are getting pretty annoyed that this is going on. But uh, again, like I said, they don't get the same attention that the bigger cities like the mayor in right, New York City New York, and the yeah. mayor in Chicago, you know, that, that they talk about. But, yeah, De- Denver is getting overrun.
Well, it, it's outrageous, and, and maybe a little attention on Denver maybe puts this into perspective for you know the rest of the country. I'm just stunned that this administration doesn't seem to care that an overwhelming—it's not just a narrow majority, an overwhelming majority of this country is outraged by what's going on at the border. They don't seem to care because it's building their numbers, I suppose. Um, it may be building their numbers for the future in their mind. I think it's building a lot of numbers against them this year. Oh, yeah. No, because I, I t- totally agree with that. <laughs> no, we, we have so many people right now. I, I live in a fairly suburban slash rural area, and people here are upset that uh, police and uh, health enforcement resources are getting diverted when people that pay their taxes and do all yeah. that are being ignored and waiting around here, we have a problem. The wait times, if you have to call 911 and get an ambulance, the wait times have gone up like double in the last three years. And a lot of that comes from the fact that the, the health services are just overwhelmed, you know, uh, and I, I think that's pretty common around the country, well, and I think people are not blind to this. I think you're right. We've, we've got our own issues here in St. Louis with 911 calls. It has nothing to do with migrants, so that's interesting, and it's it's pretty much a crisis. But, you know, you, you have African Americans in Chicago that are livid, and justifiably so, that resources that should be used for their parks and their schools are being diverted right now. You've got migrants that are sleeping at Logan International Airport in Boston because they have no place to put them. you got this situation in Denver, and I think that the country is kind of caught on. I've, I've mentioned this poll, Jazz that was in the L.A. Times didn't get a ton of attention from a couple of weeks ago. 62% of registered Democrats in California, 62% are outraged, and that number went higher when it was likely voters. So, yeah, there are going to be some consequences if the GOP doesn't mangle this this year. And let's face it, they'll probably screw even that issue up, if I had to kind of guess at this point. Oh, oh they'll figure out how to screw it up. Yeah, <laughs> Right, exactly. Um, no, I, I, I got a piece out. I don't even know if it, it's up yet. But uh, the Democrats are running on abortion at this point. I, I know this sounds like it diverges from what we're talking about, but it really doesn't. That, that's all they have to run on. They can't run on the economy. They can't run on the immigration thing. They can't run on anything else. And they're trying to force a whole bunch of uh, initiatives. Uh, we're just going to get votes on abortion. And the sad fact is, my friend, that worked for them in the last midterm elections and what was supposed to be you know like a red tsunami turned into a red tidal wave and that's what they're going to run on and we need people like you that are in office that are running for office that are that are moving the discussion to focus this on the things that are really wrong in the country and that people want to be fixed and if we allow them to steer the conversation in that direction then we've got a big problem. Well, right, and they're going to try. so and, many bigger things at stake. Right, and, and by the way, that's kind of where Taylor Swift fits into the conversation because there is a, a hope or an expectation that maybe she gets in from the, um, you know, the pro-choice, uh, pro-abortion perspective. But that piece that you mentioned is up right now on hotair.com, and you mentioned Missouri because, look, we're in a bit of a fight right now in our legislature to do some reforms with our initiative petition uh, procedure, which which would 
gets they're trying to get signatures right now to get this language on a ballot this fall and if it gets on the ballot we got a red state here as you know jazz it's going to pass though probably in missouri now that doesn't mean that senator hawley is going to lose his election doesn't mean that president trump won't win in missouri but this is definitely an issue that's going to drive even a red state probably to go the way of kansas or nebraska or some of those other states i guess it was ohio right it was kansas and ohio that have already gone down this route so i don't know where this takes us but those seem to be the border and abortion seem to be the two issues i don't know who's going to win yeah it it, it's a tough call um i i mean for me personally and the people that i know the people i talk to are our relatives you know the economy the border crime these are the big things but the fact is, I think that the GOP is starting to really sort of miss the boat on the fact that the Democrats and liberals, they have a shifting demographic where abortion is a big motivator. And I, I'm very, very worried. I'm, I'm honest with you. You know, don't don't you think, though, this is what's interesting in an ironic way. Don't you think Trump might be able to manage that issue? He is not extreme on abortion. He's, you know, I, I think he's not conservative enough for some Republican voters. But I almost wonder if if he might be able to, um, I don't know. And they're not going to give him a fair shake in the media. But you know what I mean? His position on that is not the same as DeSantis or even Nikki Haley. Well, Nikki Haley might match up a little bit better with Trump. Well, tr- Trump doesn't come from a traditionally conservative background before he got into politics. I mean, he he used to be very popular with liberals. I mean, he was a Democrat. You know, he's had the support of a lot of Democrats traditionally before he got into politics. Um, and, but he has positioned himself as being somebody very much on the pro-life cause. And so they're going to try to use that against him. He, he is, but he's also criticized the, uh, you know, if you've gone less than, I can't remember if he focused on 15 weeks, but his his you know, maybe this was just because of DeSantis. He's criticized some of the more supposedly or, you know, when they describe them as extreme measures like Florida. That's why I think that there's a little bit of a window there with Trump, perhaps over some Republicans. A couple more topics I wanted to talk to you about. And I had not heard about this one, although I did talk about something related to camera or I'm sorry, Canada with ring cameras. But you had a piece about ring restricting police access to some of this video footage. What's up with that, Jazz? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Ring for sure, but um, I, I we we were just recently looking at finally first getting our Ring installation in our house, and for a long time, Ring allowed neighborhoods and communities to share freely with the police any video footage that they got if it helped them solve crimes, uh, not just at your house, but even if somebody was going by your house, right. things like that. And then Ring has taken two steps over a period of just a couple of years instead of uh, automatically allowing the police to send direct messages on the system and saying, hey, we're investigating something. Can we check out your footage? And they shut that off first. And now they're not even allowing the police to publicly post 
not even in DMs. Okay, so then that, that raises the question. You try to answer it in your piece. The answer to that question, because you'd think to yourself, why in the hell would they do that? But there's a group out there that's lobbying them, and maybe this kind, kind of ties in with what I saw in Canada. In Canada, I was outraged by this. Apparently, it is not even legal in Canada for you, Jazz, if you have your ring cameras set up, you see a porch pirate take your UPS or your Amazon package, you put that on Twitter, that's not allowed in Canada. You could be charged with a crime. So it seems like... Ring is caving to some of these groups here in this country, which are anti-police, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not even a question of warrants. It wasn't the police saying, you know, we want automatically to be able to seize your footage. They were just saying, we'd like to be able to ask people, can you help us solve a crime? Yeah, right. And now Ring is basically saying, no, you can't even ask. You know, so now everybody has to get a warrant. And that's, yeah, that's anti-police. That, that's all it is. It's I would anti-police. say that's anti-police. Jazz Shaw from HotAir.com. Always great to have you on. You have a great week. Thank you for joining me on this Monday afternoon, Jazz. We'll see you. Thank you, sir. Take care. Kusumano coming up. We'll wrap up the uh, NFC, the AFC playoffs. The Blues kind of hot right now. That and more coming up. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I'm always a little discombobulated when Sue is not in the studio. She will be back tomorrow, Tuesday afternoon. Coming up here, Phil Holloway, Fox News legal analyst after 5 o'clock. Also state rep in Missouri, Phil Cristofanelli on um, some stuff that he's doing related to the border and some requests of Governor Parson. That's coming up here in just a few minutes, plus an audio cut of the day. Frank Cusimano is here. Let's maybe start with this here. You got to fight for your right to Travis Kelsey. We're going to Las Vegas, Nevada, to go get us another one. You know, apparently this is real. When they were building Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, I don't know if you've seen this on the interwebs today, but there was some worker out there building that stadium that um, was a Chiefs fan, and he buried a Chiefs flag underneath the stadium. So this was bound to happen anyway, and the Chiefs are going to play in the playoffs before the the Raiders play in that stadium in the postseason. Frank, how are you this afternoon? Good. Wow. Yeah, that was something else. And uh, I did not hear that story. I do know that soundbite. We just we're going to use that at six o'clock on TV. But it's it's fitting. It's from Travis Kelsey, because, Mark, I mean, all these the reports of his demise greatly exaggerated. He's been the best tight end again in the postseason. And yesterday, I thought he was going to be put on a Kellen Winslow performance. He was close with 11 catches, but he has not aged. Well, it's it's amazing because his his numbers, I think, if you look at the regular season, certainly were, were down, you know, compared to the rest of his career. He's getting older. But the last six games, he's been completely on fire. Did I see like 15? I think it's like 15 of 17 attempts that he's caught in the uh, in the last couple of weeks in the playoffs. Yeah. And, you know, his ending could be unbelievable. And I don't know if it is going to end. 
But does he end with a proposal to Taylor Swift right after the Super Bowl? Does he just walk off as a Super Bowl winner? Or does he come back and play a little bit more? I wouldn't be surprised if he does a little bit like Gronk, where he kind of stopped playing full-time and then would come back and just try to win some championships. But uh, you know, clearly, when he's right, he's still the best at what he does. Look, the Ravens looked off from the very beginning in that game. Uh, Spagnola was very, very aggressive, and they just controlled the momentum and the tempo of that game, and it was a great victory. And maybe shouldn't have been a big surprise because of how well they've been playing here in the last few weeks. Now, that game yesterday, I felt bad for Detroit because I, I just felt, you know, <laughs> as a guy here in the Midwest, there's a, a group of fans that kind of deserve to be in the Super Bowl. I don't know if you think they made a mistake not going for the field goal two times. You know, that's what Dan Campbell does. I get what the math says. Didn't work out for him, though, did it, Frank? Well, yeah, here's the thing about analytics. It it doesn't take into account what's happening at that moment with your team, with the other team, and how the crowd is having an effect. Look, you have a chance to make it a three-score game with about seven minutes to go in the third quarter. You kick that field goal. Dan Campbell's a terrific coach. But yesterday was not uh, it was not his best day as the head coach of the Detroit Lions. Yeah, and well, and then they, the second time you had a chance to tie it, right? And then you went for it. So I, I don't know. And you know, did you hear what Campbell said after the game? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm listening to it right now. He says he doesn't regret it at all. No. So. In fact, I'm going to play that. I'm going to let you go here and then play that just because you've already heard it. But I thought that the soundbite was very very interesting. Anything else? Oh, well, let's t- touch on the Blues because hey, they're on a bit of a roll, aren't they? Yeah, it's five in a row. It's four straight games of winning by a score of four to three. All this drama in overtime. Braden Shen has his mojo back. Um, Jordan Bennington has been out of sight. He's 3-0 and with a 9.33 save percentage in his last three games. It's a shame the All-Star break is coming after Tuesday. I don't want this team to stop playing because they're smoking hot. Yeah, winning is infectious, as we know, in sports. And you you don't want to stop the momentum, but the calendar is the calendar. But it's nice to see. I mean, they're in the playoff picture. We'll have to see what happens in the next two months. Absolutely, Mark. All right, Frank, I'm going to play that Dan Campbell audio. It's really good. You have a great week. Thank you, sir. Take care. I like this guy. He was featured in, um, you know, Hard Knocks is a great show that's on HBO. I guess it's called Max right now. They do an in-season version, too, and they did that with the Miami Dolphins this year. But last year, this past season, it was Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Very entertaining season of Hard Knocks. I always like Hard Knocks as an NFL fan to get ready for the season. Kind of get you pumped up in August when you don't really want to watch preseason football. So the Lions were featured last year. And you got to know this guy, Dan Campbell, quite a bit. And, you know, he brought this franchise from, you know, the culture of losing into the culture of winning. And they're legitimately a decent team that was really probably should have been in the Super Bowl this year. But here's what he said after some decisions and the loss yesterday. Sometimes you can only say so much. You got to live it, unfortunately. You got to get your heart ripped out, which we did. And it's a lesson learned. And look, I told those guys, this may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's, that's the reality. And if we don't have the same hunger and the same work, which is a whole other thing, once we get the offseason, um, then we got no shot of getting back here. I don't care how much better we get or what we add or what we drive. It's irrelevant. Um, it's going to be tough. Everybody in our division is going to be loaded back up, and, uh, you know, you're not hiding from anybody anymore. Everybody's going to want a piece of you, and uh, which is fine, you know, which is fine. But 
Um, so it's hard. You want to make the most of every opportunity, and we we had an opportunity, and we just couldn't close it out. It's, it does. It stings. I don't know why he thinks it's so hard to get to the Super Bowl because Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, I'm sorry, Patrick, he likes Patrick, don't seem to have that much of a problem. But I do like Dan Campbell. He made some great points there. Hour number three, coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 